ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி எக்ஸ்பீரியன்ஸ் த ஹாஸ்பிட்டாலிட்டி ஆஃப் அ மவுண்டன் லேண்ட் ஆஸ் டெபிக்டட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு ஒன் சிக்ஸ்டி எயிட் பெண்ட் அபவுட் த வேலர் கிங் பிட்டங்கொற்றன் பாய் த போயட் கருவூர் கதப்பிள்ளை சாத்தனார் set in the category of padam tine or praise the verse reveals the widespread renown of this king aruvi arkum kalipayil nanandale karivalar adukkathu malarnda kaandal kolungilangu milirakkindi kilayodu kadungan kelal uluda pooli nalnal varum padam nokki kuravar ula adu vittiya paruvu kural sirudinai mundu vilai yanar nal pudidu unmar marayan karanda nurai kol teempal maantadi pulukkiya pulavunaaru kulisi vaan kel irumpudai kala adu yetri saanda viragin uvitta pungam கூதலம் கவினிய குளவி முன்றில் செழுங்கோல் வாழை அகல் இலை பகுக்கும் ஊரா குதிரை கிழவ கூர்வேல் நரைநார் தொடுத்த வேங்கயம் கண்ணி வடிநவில் அம்பின் வில்லோர் பெருமை கைவள் ஈகை கடுமான் கொற்ற வையக வரைப்பில் தமிழகம் கேட்ப பொய்யா சென்னா நிலையை ஏத்தி பாடுவ என்ப பரிசிலர் நாளும் ஈயா மன்னர் நான வியாது பரந்த நின் வசையில் வான் புகழே the domain of this king is the most interesting thing in this verse the poet's words can be translated as follows in the vast spaces of the pepper filled mountains where cascades resound and bamboos abound along with its herd a harsh-eyed wild boar digs up fleshy tubers of a flowering flame lily plant in that soil plowed by bows waiting for the right day and time without plowing themselves mountain people sow millet seeds the blooming clusters of this mature millet crop they harvest and cook in the sweet and foam filled milk of a mountain goat in an unwashed white hued white pot which was used to cook deer flesh atop a fire made of sandalwood twigs taking this cooked rice they spread and serve it on the wide leaf of a mature banana tree in the front yard where jasmines and nightshades bloom fragrantly in your country of kudire that trots not o lord holding a sharp spear wearing a garland of vengai flowers stringed together on narai vines you stand as the leader of archers who shoot sharp and edged arrows O king who is renowned for your generosity and speeding horses for the entire Tamilagam in the spread of this world to hear making fine tongues that speak only the truth tire out supplicants unceasingly sing your praises making miserly kings ashamed and establish your flawless sky-soaring fame Let's delve into the details in this verse. The poet teleports us to a mountain country in the Sangam era. He points out to how pepper plants grow in plenty here, denoting the spice wealth of this ancient land. As we walk along with him, we can hear waterfalls roaring and bamboos rustling in the mountain breeze. He takes us to a particular spot, a wide space there, and here we see wild boars digging up a flame lily plant. 
When we wonder why these animals are intent on destroying that plant with striking flowers, the answer appears in the form of the plant's tubers beneath the soil. A moment to meander and note that while these bows are hunting for these tubers as a delicacy, the same are extremely poisonous to humans. Returning, the poet now points to the soil as it appears after these bows have left and says this is the place where mountain farmers wait for just the right time and then sow millet seeds without taking the trouble of blowing themselves for their work is already done by their mammalian cousins. Since we are on a time machine, we can zoom to the time when these millet crops have risen from the ground and are now fully ripe. It's harvest time and the same farmers gather those millet ears. Then, as we follow them to their homes, we see one of them taking a white pot, reeking of flesh, which the poet informs us comes from holding deer meat. And without washing that vessel, they pour the milk of a mountain goat there and add those millet clusters and boil them atop a fire built with sandalwood twigs. What a fragrant delicacy that must be. It's a great menu item, no doubt, but doesn't the packaging also matter? To tick that box, these mountain farmers then cut a huge leaf of a well-grown banana plant and spread it on the front yard where there's the pleasant fragrance of jasmines and nightshades dancing around. Talk about ambience. On that leaf, they serve that delicious food to visitors in the land of this king, the poet Lynx. Then he goes on to describe the king in other ways such as his garland of kino flowers tied with vines and how he is the leader of great archers and that he bears a sharp spear. He concludes by saying the generosity of this king is celebrated by so many poets who sing until their tongues tire out and spread his fame all over the land of Tamaragam, the 2000 year old name for the Tamil country used to this day. No matter these high praises for the king, what etches the king firmly in our minds is the fertility and the hospitality in his country, even in the home of a humble mountain farmer. Truly a delicious feast of words. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines. Please visit nandanikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.